Hello, 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 and a warm wicka welcome to all of our witches, white lighters, and warlocks out there. My name is Clark. And I'm Victoria, and you're listening to Charmed and Dangerous, a Charmed podcast. fucking missed you guys yeah. oh my god we've been dead we have been back from the dead if one more life change yeah. happens uh <laughs> woof yeah life has been crazy and it's still crazy but um you guys have reached out we've heard you and we are back um we're gonna be doing our best to start getting stuff out on a weekly basis again. Um, we can't make any promises. I know V is like super swamped with school. Um, and I am heading into wedding season. I'm a cake decorator again. So that's exciting. Um, and I'm also going through a move. I, I move into my own apartment for the first time ever, um, in about two weeks. So that's been a lot, but we are back. We, we heard you. We listened and we're here. So let's let's fucking do it, let's right? Dive yeah. in. All right. <coughs> uh, first first things first, first things first, first things first. Baby Misha, baby Misha, baby baby Misha Collins is in this episode. Tiny tiny smooth-faced baby. Little boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Misha Collins does make um, a guest appearance in this episode, episode seven. They're everywhere. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, uh, he's a cutie patootie. How old? How old is he in this episode? Did we? Did we see twenty uh, four? Oh, I believe this episode was released um, in nineteen ninety nine. So, based on some rough approximations. Um, Misha Collins was a ripe 24 to 25 in this episode, which tiny, tiny, sweet angel. So, yeah, <laughs> he's he's very fresh in this episode. Like, like he has, I think, um, I think somebody told us he has like three IMD, IMDB credits. um including this one uh at this point in time so yeah misha collins is still very much in his baby actor phase like he's still getting into it um and we love to see it we're here for it but enough 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 misha Mm -hmm. dribble uh (laughs) do you want to lead us in the summary (laughs) and the big bad of this episode uh, so this summary is exhaustingly long to read um so everybody get as usual get your listening hats on um for the summary i think today in honor of um a name like misha we're going to do edashan accent it's not a good one. No, no. It's not a good one, but it works. Okay, so here is the summary. Too much of a good thing 
isn't a good thing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's how Clark worked. So. Yeah, I'm the worst. <laughs> uh, I will add for this summary. Uh, so we have our big bad are the collectors. Um, mm-hmm. And the other important thing that happens this episode is my least favorite uh, male love interest uh, fucks up royally. And my current favorite male love interest wears a very attractive camel-colored jacket. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you love to hate on Jack. I love Jack so much. Uh, he, but, yeah, so... He, he, uh, oh, real. <laughs> he feels very much to me like if Guy Fieri was kind of on the wrong spectrum. <laughs> if there was a little bit less wholesomeness. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. Oh sh! Oh fuck! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but on a real summary edge, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the collectors. Um, long story short, the collectors uh, are a type of warlock uh, slash demon. I don't think it was ever really clarified in this episode. I think they're warlocks. Mm-hmm. But their finger, like their pointer finger, turns into like a long, weird needle thing. Oh my god. Um, and they stick that into people's heads. Oh my god, they're mosquitoes. And <laughs> Oh my god, they're demonic well, mosquitoes. But they they don't they don't suck blood. They they steal people's memories. Um they essentially make them brain dead. And the reason that they're after uh, Misha Collins, or in this episode, he's Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason they're after Eric is because they already went after Eric's dad. <laughs> like Eric's dad right now is like brain dead, and he uh, was targeted by the collectors because he was the closest anyone ever was to finding the Akashic records. Mm-hmm. Which, if you don't know what the Akashic records is, are if you haven't uh if you're not watching the show to keep up with us which is totally fair especially since it's not on netflix anymore um you, you can find dvd sets on rec- amazon though just so just so oh yes knows. and used bookstores a lot of times if you're not an amazon fan so very true yes uh i i always see copies of charmed in like goodwill and stuff um but yeah so they the akashic records are basically um, a set of prophecies, essentially, mm-hmm. that um, detail the future of the world to every last minutia. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, in the wrong hands, that could be very, very bad. <laughs> so um, Eric kind of cracks the code and he figures out that he knows where they are, um, which means that the collectors are going to be after him because they want to use the Akashic Records against the good guys to bring evil and turmoil to all. Mm-hmm. Essentially. <laughs> Just a light Tuesday, you know? <laughs> you know what is really funny, though? I was thinking about this. Have you seen Supernatural? I have... Okay. I need the internet to be kind to me. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen approximately two episodes of Supernatural... But I know everything that happens <laughs> because I've been on Tumblr since 2013. <laughs> Honestly, pretty much. That's that's how that works. But 
the reason that I bring it up is because I think it's really funny because Misha Collins is in this episode and mm-hmm. obviously he is a huge role in Supernatural. Yes. Um, and it's been a long time since I've seen this show. So if I'm mistaken, then that is what it is. Like, I'm not going to apologize for it, but <laughs> like, um, there, there's this episode that I have very vividly in my brain um, and it has demons or monsters or whatever that are very similar to the collectors um if there's any supernatural fans out there that listen to our show you got to help me out on this one but i i like i remember they're in like an insane asylum or something and it's i don't know it like i remember them turning their finger into like a whore like a like a needle like like the collectors do. So I just think that it's really funny that those two kind of overlapped. And it's, it's very interesting to see again, the inspiration that shows such as supernatural took from shows like charmed. Absolutely. Um, Even if it's not necessarily outright and like, like specifically credited. Uh, I just wanted to bring that up while we were still talking about that. (laughs) Well, and I do think it's cool. Like the amount of, carryover that a lot Mm -hmm. of different shows like Charmed have given and now we're even seeing shows like Supernatural who are giving like if I see a mid-2000s Doctor Who reference on a TV show (laughs) Mm -hmm. we have people that are younger than us and we we're still pretty spring chickens uh (laughs) who sometimes sometimes my body cares to disagree our minds are kind of strong our bodies are (laughs) very weak uh (laughs) who will like clock you and be like oh that's a reference from insert new tv show and you're like no 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 that's a reference from 2012 doctor who or supernatural or charmed (laughs) and you're like so it is, it's both cool and comforting to see those tropes come back through. Because not only is it cool to see how different writers spin different concepts, but it also, you know, it brings in the nostalgia factor. You're like, oh, I remember For when sure. that happened on Charmed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I really love that. Um, but I guess... Continuing on, we can uh, go ahead and move into our talking points. Yes. Um, so we've kind of already talked about um, Eric a little mm-hmm. bit, but what we don't talk about is how he fits in with the sisters. Yes. Um, and that's because Phoebe is uh, volunteering at, like, I-, I think it's like an assisted living hospital, kind mm-hmm. of. Like, like she she volunteers with a bunch of like elderly people that are really sick in the hospital, um, and her and Eric kind of have a thing going on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, they haven't like outright like expressed their emotions to each other or anything like that, but they do have uh, a little bit of a flirtation going on in this episode for sure. Some chemistry, and. One of one of our dear friends, one of our dear friends, <laughs> one of our <laughs> fellow charmed lovers sent in a 
wonderful email and mentioned how absolutely like gorgeous Phoebe looks. Oh my god, she's in this breathtaking episode. in this episode. And it is, I mean, her, she glows. She really glows in this episode. So uh, it's it's lovely to see her in her little, you know, maroon scrubs helping people and getting her flirt on. Yeah, for sure. Sweet. We always, we always, I like this part of the show a lot for several reasons. But I like Andy, you know, was different and Piper and Dan and Piper and Leo are back and forth. Um, But I like that Phoebe kind of gets, I don't want to say rotational, but she definitely gets to do most of like the flirtation new love interest. Right. And I really appreciate that because it's never like... To to my to my knowledge, it's never remarked upon by the sisters or anyone else in their life, like overtly negatively. Like nobody is ever like, "God, Phoebe, you're such a slut." You know, it's just yeah. She just like dates different people and flirts with different people and has like a wide range of romantic partners, and I think it's super cool. Because right. it's just yeah, very for sure. casual. You know, it's not, it's not, it's a part of her character to be sure, but it's not her character's point, you know? Yeah. Like, nobody's ever pressuring her to settle down or, you know, like anything like that. It's, it's refreshing yeah. for sure. Because I have seen lots of like Sex in the City clips and I have not watched the show. So please, please note that this is from an outsider's perspective, but the character Samantha seems to be like very in control of her sexuality. And whenever she sits down with the other girls, even the other girls who are as in control of their sexuality, not just the one character uh, who is kind of portrayed to be more quote unquote prudish. They all kind of, they all perceive her as this is Samantha's character, is the woman who has sex like a man, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. And, once again, neither of us have fully watched that show, so we cannot make judgments or anything, but I do think it's cool that a show released in a similar time period had Phoebe enjoying multiple different romantic interests without it being her character trait. Right. Yeah, it's not... She's not that person that uh, fools around. Mm -hmm. She just hasn't found the person that she wants to settle down with, and that's okay. Yeah, for sure. I I definitely like that a lot. Um, And that kind of... That really really wraps up the talk on Phoebe and Eric. Uh, There isn't really much to it, but it is fun to see their little flirtation and... She gets so upset with him because he's just as hard-headed as she is. <laughs> um, and it, it's it's very entertaining to watch that, see somebody that is really, truly matched um, at Phoebe's level of, uh, uh, how do I put this politely, stubbornness, I guess? Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, but that does lead us into our next talking point, which is four separate talking points, but they all kind of merge together. Mm-hmm. Um 
So uh, Piper and Prue basically spend a, a good majority of this episode uh, kind of sorting through their warlock paranoia. Um, Prue even makes a comment to Piper at one point, and she's talking about how uh, Piper should know if there's a warlock testing spell because she's kind of a warlock magnet. <laughs> <laughs> and Piper turns around and she's like, dude, you were literally in love with a warlock priest. Don't even talk to me. Like, what the fuck? She's not wrong. Um, yeah, right? So um, I would be too, but she's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so they're, they're a little paranoid. Uh, Prue is paranoid because... Um, oh God, why is Prue even paranoid at the beginning? Oh, she, she has suspicions. She thinks that Jack blinked. Yeah. Um, which we end up finding out he didn't. Jack is 100% mortal. He's not a warlock, but, um, she really gets in her head about it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and then she kind of plants the seed in, uh, Piper's head, that maybe she should check Dan, too, just in case. <laughs> um, and she's like, well, he hasn't blinked. He hasn't, like, no cats have hissed at him. Like, he he's fine. Like, like he hasn't tried to kill us and take our powers. So, you know, like, I think we're good. Um, but then she goes to meet him downstairs and Kit seemingly hisses at him. So she's like, oh, shit. And we're off to the races. <laughs> <laughs> so they, um, they, <laughs> they cast a very cute little mind reading spell. Um, and not only can they read their target's minds, they can also read each other's minds, which is uh, shown quite quickly uh, when <laughs> lipstick is immediately discussed. Which, if you have a sister, you know how that is. You know, you're like, you know, are you? They are take you without asking. My, and, are you, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that doesn't even fit you, but whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they immediately get into it. And then <laughs> how can a woman who's so smart and so talented like Piper <laughs> be so stupid sometimes? Shall we discuss it? Shall we discuss it? First of all, let's discuss uh, Phoebe uh, being the do-all, be-all for uh, simple <laughs> simple fixes to seemingly large <laughs> problems. Because the girls are like, we're trying to figure out like how to tell if our uh, boyfriends are warlocks. And <laughs> Phoebe's like, well, if they bleed, <laughs> they're human. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, duh, you idiots. Like, <laughs> like, like, warlocks don't bleed. All you have to do is prick them and see if they bleed. And they're like, oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that would work. <laughs> um, and poor Dan gets the but, stick first. <laughs> yes, he does. And, and it's really funny because Piper, you know, she freezes him. Uh, she pricks him with a little needle thing that she has. Uh, and then she starts freaking out. She's like, oh my God, he's not bleeding. He, he, what do I, what do I do? And Phoebe comes down and she's like freaking out to Phoebe and Phoebe's like, Piper, he's frozen. His blood is frozen. Like, of course he's not bleeding. And Piper's like, 
Oh yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. And I guess a little bit more of a prefix. We we forgot to talk about the fact that uh, uh, the reason that Piper and Dan are like t- like communicating so much in this episode, and he's constantly coming to her house and like checking in on her, is because they're supposed to go to Dan's friend's wedding. Um, which is like I guess a couple hours away or mm-hmm. whatever, and uh, they were supposed to leave that day, and she, um, of course, yep. got <laughs> called into her witchly duties. So, um, so she, she was she was like ready to go, and then she thought he was a warlock, and then yeah, so she tested him. Uh, uh, and in case you were wondering, you don't have to worry about it. Dan is not a warlock. Yep. He is, he is human. Crystal. It's, it's okay. <laughs> um, Kit actually was just hissing at a hornet's nest, um, in the doorway. Um, Good kitty. That they somehow all missed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I really couldn't tell you what happened there. <laughs> but yes, so she tests him and everything's fine. Um, but Prue, on the other hand, mm-hmm. uh, she has a, a little bit of an issue because, you know, Jack walks into her office. He's, like, wearing a Hawaiian shirt and, like, khakis or some shit. Like, he looks dumb as fuck. Yep. But um, she ends up reading his mind, and it doesn't sound too good. No, I think the exact words are like, uh-oh, she's onto me. I usually deal with graves and bodies. Yeah, or, like, a burning burning people yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, and he, he makes, he, he makes a really stupid remark and, uh, Danielle, uh, one of our, our avid listeners actually emailed us, um, and it's, he says, if she finds out I'm lying, she's gonna die, which is a really weird way to phrase it. Uh, It should be, I'm gonna die or, yeah, she's gonna kill me. Like, yeah, it's, it's. It's kind of poorly written, um, but that's okay. We'll, we'll we'll give them a pass. We give them a lot of those yes. on this show, but uh, <laughs> but it makes him very suspicious. <laughs> and Prue, and, yes, is like okay. That's that's a check mark in the uh, particular uh, uh, could be a warlock box, right? Yes. Um, so she gets Piper to come to her office and. Um, so, real Jack walks in. Um, that I'll explain that in a little bit. But real Jack walks in, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Like she's gonna be so mad, yada yada yada. Um, and Piper comes in, freezes him. Prue pricks him with this dagger that she kept from Brendan, by the way. Yes, that Brendan, oh. warlock priest Brendan. Um, <laughs> and um, she. She pricks him, and then she starts freaking out, because he's not bleeding. Why is he not bleeding, Victoria? I don't know, Clark. Why is he not bleeding? (laughs) (laughs) He's not bleeding because he's frozen. (laughs) And our silly little Piper um, basically pretends like she was like, all high and mighty. She's like, yeah, duh, he's frozen. That's why he's not bleeding. And, <laughs> and it's like, like you didn't make that mistake 15 minutes ago with Dan. Like, <laughs> She's like, I learned from my um, mistakes. I'm the middle sister. <laughs> yes. But, uh, but fake Jack busts in the door. Real Jack is still frozen. And it takes the sisters a minute, but Piper freezes him. 
Um, and they're like, what the hell is going on? Um, and she basically, uh, one of my favorite lines, Prue goes, well, if that prick doesn't bleed, then that one dies too. Um, so they unfreeze him and Jack starts bleeding and they find out that at the end of the day, all it really was, was this little, um, trick turnaround thing that Jack and his twin brother, Jeff, used to do. Uh, Jeff spills the beans and is like, so, uh, yeah, this is something we used to do as kids. Like, uh, whenever one of us found, were interested in someone, the other one would just, and then, um, basically check out the merchandise, yada, yada, yada. Um, and... You know, the girls are like, well, thank God they're not warlocks, but we got more important shit to handle. You know, we got some needle hand demons after <laughs> <laughs> after our boy Eric here. So um, he needs our help. The scene, <laughs> yeah, the scene ends. Uh, it's it's very, very uh, sassy, I guess. Uh, Prue walks up to Jack and she slaps him and she's like, that's for thinking you were going to get away with this. And then she slaps Jeff right after that and goes, that's for thinking you weren't going to get slapped. (laughs) And then her and Piper walk out and just leave the boys dazed and confused in her office, (laughs) which is kind of like the ultimate power move. And I kind of live for it, but you know, whatever. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what happens with that. Um, I guess, finishing up like talking points Mm -hmm. um the collectors do end up getting vanquished everybody ends up being okay even eric's dad um the sisters were a little concerned that they were gonna have to sacrifice eric's dad to protect eric for a little while there but everything worked out just fine um they did a bamboozle switcheroo on the collectors and uh piper froze them and prue uh, yonked them together, so they did the big suck on each other's brains. Ooh, let's maybe uh, not describe it as the big suck. <laughs> let's, let's I think that's the perfect way. No, I think that is the perfect way to, to phrase that. The dual-headed suck. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. And then oh, they gluck-lucked each other's heads. <laughs> and they imploded. And they imploded. Oh, my. end of story. Oh God. <laughs> we do not condone sexual violence on Terminator. <laughs> oh God. Well, anyways, yeah, yes. Uh, this <clears throat> it ends up okay. the The only thing that um that ends up not okay is that uh. Phoebe, Eric, and Eric's dad all have, like, severe memory loss. So, like, the last thing Phoebe can remember is, like, three weeks prior. Like, so that that wasn't so good. But, uh, yeah. And that's probably why Eric didn't stay on as um, a love interest. I think they would have made a really good um, couple uh, for what they were. Mm -hmm. But... I think the the writers had bigger things in mind for Phoebe. So they did a little bit of a a little bit of memory loss and And all was well. Poor Eric is out of our lives forever. Goodbye, Misha. 
Goodbye, Misha. We'll see you on Supernatural. Supernatural. <laughs> so, um, Clark, were the girls were the girls naughty? Were the girls naughty this I episode? Mean, I mean, that's that's one way to phrase it, I guess. Were, um, did they do anything for <laughs> we, personal gain? Yes, we did end up deciding. Um, I didn't. I wasn't originally going to put anything down for personal gain, but Victoria and I talked, and we are giving the girls one point for personal gain. Uh, Piper freezes Dan at the end of the episode uh, to catch up with him as he's pulling out of his driveway. Um, And the reason that we're um, counting that as personal gain is obviously uh, that she's doing it to help herself, but mostly because she could have handled the situation in a completely normal and mundane way. Um, but she chose to instead, uh, use her powers to do something that she could have easily just, you know, walked out the door and flagged Dan down, you know, but yes, yes, we did. We did add one personal gain this episode, giving us a total of 44 for the series. So that's on that. (laughs) And that's on that. Anyways, Victoria, yes. I've been talking a lot. What were some of your favorite lines or parts of this episode? Uh, I personally loved uh, Piper getting pwned um, by Phoebe's genius level intellect uh, by being like, <laughs> it's he's frozen. Like that was just the vibe of that entire interaction. Um, and then I loved yes. it again when it happened to Prue. Um <laughs> I loved Phoebe charging up Jack's cell. <laughs> yes. Like calling yes. long distance from Tokyo. Like, yes, Phoebes. What a queen. What a queen. Uh, I loved that. And I loved the sisterly squabbles of over lipstick. I thought that was super cute. Oh, yeah. There were a lot of really sweet sisterly moments in this episode. I really liked it a lot. And what about you, Clark? What are your favorite lines or parts? Um, I think one really good witty one is um, the uh one of the one of the warlocks makes a comment about Phoebe being Bruce Lee's little sister because she fucking whomped their asses in Eric's apartment. <laughs> um, but I would say uh another one of my really favorite parts is. Uh, the whole scene with Jack and Jeff and Prue. Yes. Um, I think I think she really was the ultimate bad bitch in that moment. And I really respect that. Um, but yeah. All right, Victoria. Um, score one to five ancient clay tablets. I'm going... How would you rate this episode? I'm going to give this episode three perfectly unique never to be transferred geniusly created and then dropped on the floor like a piece of tupperware ancient (laughs) clay tablets i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it three clay tablets out of five i like this episode three i like this episode i feel like it's very you know run of the mill i like seeing familiar faces um but it's just she's she's nice she's nice but she doesn't she doesn't make my heart beat you know it's average. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess. I'd say three is fair for the overall episode. Um, 
But for me personally, just based on like the comedic timing of this episode alone, um, I'd give this a solid like 3.8, maybe even a 4 out of 5. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed watching this episode. Like, I thought it was fairly well written. Um, I think that the collectors were a very unique big bad. Um, and yeah, we got to see like some kind of real consequences to um stuff like like having too much knowledge like mm-hmm. that was a big theme of this episode was between the mind reading and the acacia records like y- knowing everything isn't in our cards it's not what we're meant to do or what's not what we're meant to have um and i really respect that that message was really drilled in in this episode mm-hmm. so Yes, I'm going to go with 3.9. And it has been one day since we've seen beloved Leo. And one day since we've seen Daryl. No Daryl. No Daryl this episode. Oh, there was no Daryl no in this Darryl. episode. No Daryl. Rip Daryl. Rip Daryl. If Daryl's not in the next episode, I will cry. We might start a counter. That's just that. Yeah, but we haven't seen baby Leo and uh, we haven't seen Daryl. <laughs> So rip. It's been too long since we've seen Leo, yeah. especially considering it's been one day, but for us it's actually been like two months. <laughs> we do kind of be having um Narnia time skips. I'm, I miss him so much. I know. I miss his face. And Brian Kraus, please come back to us. You can look him up online. <laughs> And 
I honestly, I know that I said it a million times already, but thank you. We cannot express our gratitude enough. Absolutely. So, thanks you so much from the bottom of our heart. And, yeah, should you want to interact, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Charmed underscore podcast. Where can they find us? On Facebook, Clark. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash charmed and dangerous pod. Where can they find us on Instagram, Victoria? You can find us on Instagram at charmed and dangerous pod. That is our handle. Where can they find mm-hmm. us for questions, comments, snarky remarks, uh, detailed episode outline plots? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Danielle. Thank you, Danielle. You can email us at charmedanddangerouspod at gmail.com. I don't know if you're sensing a pattern here, but mm-hmm. I am. Um, yeah that is actually gonna be it for today um thank you so much for listening we can't wait to see you guys again next week and i think that's it for today we love you be safe blessed be blessed be